right? So we've been talking about the language of love. Ninyo ba alam na kanyang-kanyang love language? Hindi lang yung dialect natin sa, sa salita, na kanyang-kanyang may Tagalog, Ilocano, or what. And many people have two or three dialects, but sa ating pagbibigay ng love, sa ating uh, pagtanggap ng love, meron tayong uh, tinatawag na primary love language, kung saan na uh, very comfortable sayo to receive or give that kind of love. And we can receive love in all different ways, but we each have a love language that is very special to us. The way that you receive love and the way that you give love. For some, it's words of affirmation. For some, it's giving gifts. For some, it's acts of service or physical affection. It's a day... I want to talk to you about two of them. Pinagsama ko tong topic nito. Two of the love languages of the five is acts of service and gifts. Did you get a handout today? Okay, good. So you can follow along and, and probably this will help you sa personal mong... Uh, if the goal is relationship. Everybody say relationships. Our goal in this topic is relationships. And... One of the core values of this church is relationships. Because God said, Jesus said, the greatest commandment is love. Loving God with all your heart, loving your neighbor, other people, and loving yourself. Yan ang pinaka love triangle that we should focus our lives on and prioritize loving relationships. Acts of service is one of the love languages. How many of you like to be served? You like people to, to help you and do things for you. you. You wish that somebody else will wash the dishes. <laughs> you wish that there would be someone na maglalaba para sa'yo. Someone to take out the trash. Someone to just do the, the things that you don't want to do yourself. Do you like that? If someone does that for you, will you be happy? Will you feel loved? Well, then maybe that is one of your love languages. So I want you to watch this palabas ngayon. We have a palabas and I want you to watch this and you can see how acts of service and giving gifts is one of the love languages. Honey, I'm home! Honey, why ka umiiyak? May problema ka ba? Hindi mo ako mahal. Hindi mo. Paano hindi kita mahal? Araw-araw, sinasabihan kita, I love you, honey. Araw-araw, kinikis kita. Hindi pa ba sapat yun? Pero, hindi ko naman nararamdaman na love mo. Hindi mo nga talaga ako mahal. Hindi mahal. Hindi ko maintindihan. Dapat alam mo yun. Ay naman, hindi naman ako manghuhulay. Sana sabihin mo. Eh kasi, dati-rati, pinagtitipla mo ako ng kape. Tapos, minamanicure mo ko. Pinipedicure. Tapos, pinibigyan mo ako ng mga regalo. Tapos, linggo-linggo, pinapadala mo na ako ng mga bulaklak. Eh ngayon, isang tangkay, wala. Hali, kailangan pa ba yun? Yung magsasampung taon na tayong kasal. Hindi mo talaga ako mahal. Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. Um, promise, bukas na bukas, ipagbibili kita ng napakaraming bulaklak para ma- matama mo lang ang pag-ibig ko. Promise mo yan, ha? Siyempre, ako pa. May isa ako salita, eh. Okay? Huwag ka na umiyak, ha? Huwag mo nang iisipin na hindi kita love. Okay? Saan kaya ako makakahanap ng mga ganda at na- napakaraming uh, bulaklak? Bulaklak kayo dyan, sir. Bulaklak po. Bili po kayo dito, sir. Ah, yan! Yan! Bibiliin ko yan! Bibiliin ko yan. Ah, uh, magkano ba yan? 500 lang po, sir. 500?! Yes, sir. Man, wala sa budget ko yan. 
Pero bibilin ko pa rin yan. Pero kasi alam mo, yung asawa ko, very special sa akin yun. Kaya magsasakripisyo ako para sa kanya. Kaya dapat ganun ka rin, ha? O sige, alam ko na. Ito yung bayad. Para siyo! Ang mga bulaklak na to! Amoy-amoyin mo! Nang malanghap mo ang pag-ibig ko! Diba? Pinigyan kita ng... Nang bulaklak, sinabi ko yung, tinupad ko yung sinabi ko sa'yo. Ganon ka talaga kita kamahal. Pero alam mo, hindi lang yan, hindi lang yung bulaklak ang ibibigay ko sa'yo. Pag uwi natin, ay pag sa bahay, mag-relax ka doon, manood ka ng TV, pagtitimpila kita ng kape, ipagluluto kita ng napakasarap na pasta! Talaga? Tsaka, hugasan ko yung pinagkainan mo. Tsaka ipa-flash ko pa yung, alam mo na, sa toilet. Okay, ah? Okay, palakpakan natin ang drama team natin. They're good. Now, when we talk about acts of service, it's when it's really special when people serve you and do things for you. And a lot of people would really have this as yung kanilang love language. At hindi sapat ang words. Kahit sinasabi mo na I love you, I love you, I love you, kung walang action, hindi sapat yun. You know, they said talk is cheap. And the Bible says that faith without works is dead. Well, love without some actions is also dead. Don't you agree with that? You got to have some action, some, some service, some work or something to back up your talk. And we, we experience this in our relationships at home, sa uh, work, among friends. Hindi sapat na sabihin mo, oh, you're the best. You're the best. I love you. I'll do anything for you. Na wala na kang ginagawa na helpful or useful sa kanila. My mom is the best servant I know. She serves me like a king. And I know I don't deserve it. But my mom is, ganun talaga siya. She serves the family. She cooks. She cleans. She works. She serves people at church. Nagbibigay siya ng mga pakain or gifts or what sa mga taong na, who, who need help. My mom is just a all-around giver. And also my dad. You know, my dad recently, kasi may rental house kami sa States. And bilang landlord, pag may na something nasira dun sa bahay, ako ang may responsibility dun. So, nasira na yung fence. It's a wooden fence. And the cost to repair that sa mga contractors is $3,600. For that fence, malaki. So namamahalen ng tatay ko, so ang ginawa niya, kinanvas niya yung materials is only one thousand dollars. Ibig sabihin yung labor is already two thousand six hundred dollars labor lang, maliban pa sa materials. So dahil namamahalen siya sa overall price, ang ginawa niya personally, he bought the materials. Personally, he went to the house and he did the work. Sa mismong mga kamay niya, sa pawis niya, every day, nahirapan siya just to repair that fence. And my dad is 70 years old. And he worked like that. So I was overwhelmed. And I felt the, the extent of his love for me. Because he did something for me which cost him sweat. And, and his, his, his muscles, he, were, he was tired. It really was a big act of service to benefit me. Something which I could not do for myself. Kasi dito ako, ginawa niya. And how, how do you say thank you for that? Parang hindi sapat yung words na thank you. <laughs> Salamat. Nin. So ang, I just told him, I said, Dad, thank you. You don't have to do that. Thank you. You know what he said to me? He said, that is my labor of love. Have you heard that expression before? A labor of love. So when you, when you practice giving love in this love language, acts of service, provide a labor of love. And you can follow along with your outlines there. Provide a labor of love. An act of service is like a good waiter. Alam yung good waiter sa isang good restaurant, gagawin ng waiter is he will just watch and look for any needs you have. Alert ang waiter. Aware siya sa mga needs mo. 
If your water is almost empty, He will pour the water. If you need tissue or more rice, they will be right there assisting you and helping you sa mga needs mo. We had a lot of experiences. Sa Bambi, we have lots of experiences na the waiter cannot be found. You know, when I need something, I need more water, wala kong kuchara, or something, I'm looking, where's the waiter? Nagvanish. The waiter disappeared. Just like Osama bin Laden, you can't find him. And that is how much we appreciate when there's a good waiter, na napaka alert, napaka ready. And I want to tell you this, friends, when you serve others, it's a sign of maturity. It's a sign of maturity na hindi umiikot sa'yo ang mundo mo. You are otherly minded. So provide the labor of love and be willing to do things that you don't want to do. That is really a matured person. Um, an immatured person, laging sinasabi niya, ayoko, ayoko gawin yun. Immature students will not go to class on time. They don't want to wake up. Immature Christians will not commit themselves to the work of the Lord. Immature husbands will not do service for their wives. Immature wives will not do what's necessary because nasalabas ng kanyang comfort zone. But a matured person, handa siya gumawa ng mga gawain na ayaw niyang gawin. And we do things we don't want to do every single day. That's a part of life. Life is all about doing things you don't want to do. Overcoming your fleshly pleasures and your own personal comforts. If you want to grow, if you want to become matured, you've got to do things you don't want to do. Sometimes Bambi would say to me, Honey, would you please go get my slippers upstairs? Busy ako eh. Nag-work ako, busy ako. Bakit naman yung mga requests niya, parang hindi mo, ang nasa isip ko is, can't you do it yourself? Kagagaling lang ako sa taas, but hindi mo sinabi habang nasa taas pa ako? Sasabihin niya, can you go get my... So, okay. And then I'll go... <laughs> you know, and with all the attitude, nagpaparinig, not that I'm not happy. And so I tell you, that the first thing is provide a labor of love. The second thing is serve joyfully. And I'm telling you this because I'm preaching it to myself. Because I need practice in this. Not just serving, not just doing acts of service, but doing it with the right attitude. Because the love that you can give could be sabotage by your sour attitude. Do you understand? If I act like that, Every time I serve Bambi, baliwala na yung aking paglilingkod sa kanya because may samang loob, may reklamo. Do you understand? Second thing we need to know is that dapat maging joyful tayo sa pag sa serve. Would you please wash the dishes? Gladly. I would be glad to. I'm happy to. Sometimes sasabihin ni Bambi sa akin, nasa CR siya. Parang kulang kulang. Almost lagi. Pag nagsa CR siya, she forgets to bring yung mga kailangan niyang dalhin sa CR. Yung towel niya, soap, or whatever. So she was, sisigaw niya, busy ako, sisigaw niya, Honey, can you bring me a towel? Mm, okay. Here. Honey, would you bring me soap? Mm. Sana sinabi mo lahat. Ilistahan mo muna. Kung ano mga kailangan mo, para minsanan na lang. And you know, somehow... I am having to learn to, and this is the point number three, John, deny self. Do you hear, do you hear me? Very important. Uh, if you're going to really love others properly, you have to deny yourself. Your tinatabi mo, yung sarili mong preferences. 
You're, 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 you're putting aside your own comforts that someone will serve you and help you. If you're going to love others, you have to die to yourself. And that is the breakthrough that we need as Christians. That we consider ourselves dead and consider Christ in us alive. Did you catch that? Consider yourself and your old life and your own way and your own desires and comforts and pleasures. Consider those as having died nakasama si Cristo. Dead on the cross with Christ. My old life has been crucified with Christ. Kaya hindi kapag talagang gano'n na magiging reality sa buhay mo, hindi ka magrireklamo. Hindi ka masasaktan. Kasi ang isang patay, wala kang maririnig, maririnig ng reklamo sa isang patay, di ba? Kasi patay siya. Hindi nagagalit ang isang patay. And so if I would deny self, die to self, take up the cross, embrace the cross of Jesus, and let Jesus Christ be the one alive in my mind, in motions, and in my actions, then the life of Christ will serve my wife. The life of Christ in me will serve my church family, will serve in all kinds of ways, at work, among our neighbors, wherever you live and work and the people you associate with, you can become a servant who actually becomes great. Provide labor of love, serve joyfully, and deny yourself. I tell you, getting married was really the thing that helped me die to self. I was a bachelor. I have my own apartment. No one bothers me. I can do my own thing. Wala akong responsibility sa ibang tao. But when I got married, everything changed. Now, I learned to die to self. Naging mission ko sa buhay ko na I've to serve my wife. And you know what? It's good because she serves me too. And when you start having that kind of relationship, where it says like in Philippians chapter four, uh, chapter 2, verse 4. Philippians 2, start at verse 3, where it talks about don't do anything out of motive, it's selfish ambition. Do nothing with selfish ambition. And don't boast, but consider others better than yourself. You need Bambi. She needs a towel. She needs soap. She needs her slippers from upstairs. Her needs take priority than my needs. And when you consider others better than yourself, you're obeying this word from, from Philippians chapter 2. And verse 4 says, Don't look out only for your own interests but take an interest in others too you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had though he was God he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to instead he gave up everybody say gave up he gave up his divine privileges and he took the humble position of a slave, Jesus, God, creator of the universe. He gave up that privilege, gave up his rights, and became a humble servant, one who serves. Jesus has the right that people should serve him. For some pleasures of his own, he should be pampered a little bit. Go to the spa, have a foot spa. Pero hindi na nagpapa foot spa siya, nag foot spa siya sa mga disciples niya. In John chapter 13, Jesus was at the table, bumabasya sa table, wala pang nag, nag uh, wash na mga feet, which is very common sa culture nila. 
yung DH, yung domestic helper, yan ang, yan ang ginagawa niya. Jesus took a towel and the water and he did the work of a DH. He did the work of a, of a slave. He washed the feet of his disciples. And in John 13 and verse 14, he said, Since I, I, your Lord and teacher, I have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done. Wala sa atin higher than Jesus. Meron ba tayo dito someone who's outranks Jesus Christ? Anybody here? No. And Jesus said, I'm the Lord. I'm the teacher. But I did that. And you should do that for others. You should have a heart that expresses love by doing simple chores, simple works of service that benefits other people. 1 John 3.16 1 John 3.16 This is how we know what love is. Do you want to know what love is? Right here. Jesus Christ laid down His life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. Sa mga practical ways. Maging problem solver. Maging asset ka sa bahay. Maging benefit ka sa workplace mo. Do things that provides for the needs na may ibang tao. A good waiter, a good servant is aware sa mga needs. Maybe this person needs encouragement, needs a help sa sa pagbabuhat ng mga bagahe niya or anything. Mga, maghanap ka ng mga practical ways how you can serve. And in doing that, pinapakita mo your love is real. Do you agree with that? Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 7 says, Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord. As if you're serving the Lord. Habang naglilinis ka, you're cleaning the house of the Lord. Habang naglalaba ka, you're washing the clothes of the Lord. When you're washing the dishes, when you're cooking the food, just imagine, I'm cooking a meal for Jesus. My service is not in vain. Imagine, if you were, doing the ser- if you were serving in the house of Jesus, how, how would your attitude be? It's a privilege to serve Him. And Jesus said in Matthew 25, He talked about when you refuse to help these people. You know, there was a a hungry person and you refused to help them with food. Someone who was, uh, you know, naked and you refused to give. Someone who was in prison or sick and you neglected to take time to visit and do the little things that would help the person in need. When you refuse... Matthew 25:45 He said you were refusing to help me. Imagine that. Sabi ni Jesus, you're refusing to help me. In interview namin ng mga bata one time about their fathers. And yung isang bata, very very wounded in kanyang heart. Kasi sabi niya, ang tatay ko nagbibigay ng gifts ng pagkain ng, ng mga damit sa kapatid may favorite siya. Sa akin, wala. Hindi binibigay sa akin ng mga gifts. And siguro yung love language ng bata was, if she received gift, gifts from her parents, she felt loved. She felt accepted. She felt special. But in this case, she felt so rejected and so hurt because her father would not give her the gifts that she was giving. He was giving to the other sibling. Who should you give a gift to this week? Isipin mo ngayon. Think of some person that you would like to give a gift to this week. Think of someone that you would like to serve this week. Is there anyone who you feel like maybe they would feel love if you gave a gift? Mahirap minsan na ang nice natin is we want to show our love 
Pero nakakaroon ng misinterpretation. Sinasabi mo, I love you, I love you, pero iba yung inaasaan nila from you. And it could be even the gift na you're giving this, but sa kanila, ayaw nila yun. Ayaw nila yung ganong classing love. Dito, meron tayong isa pang example ng isang couple na kung saan yung lalaki nagbibigay ng best. Akala niya yan ang way how maintindihan niya yung love niya, pero na-misinterpret niya yung love ng kanyang asawa. Honey, Papaano yung 80th wedding anniversary natin? At saka yung second honeymoon natin? Excited pa naman din ako. Mag-honeymoon ka, mag-isa mo. Nagkakalungkot naman. Alam mo na ba na kwan na paborito ko yung ulo? Paborito kong part ng isda? Binibigay ko yan kasi mahal kita. Ah, uh, ano ba? O oh, sige, sa'yo na yung ulo. Paborito mo. Ayoko yan. Gusto ko yung laman. Bigay mo sa'kin. Sa o oh, sige, yan nga. Oh. Uh, pero wala nang hiwalayan, ha? O, oh, mm. yun. Okay na tayo, ha? Oo, oh, sige. Sige, mo natin. Oo. Oh, Oo, oh. oh, okay. Kaya na tayo. How many of you like to receive gifts for Christmas, for your birthday, you know? or for any kind of special occasion. Well, when I was growing up as a kid, talagang nagiging excited ako pag Christmas time kasi makakatanggap ako ng maraming gifts. As I got older, it became more blessed for me to be the giver than to be the recipient. And that's just a sign of maturity. But there are many of us who really feel loved when given a gift. Do you feel love when someone gives you a gift? Nung bago pa ako dito sa Philippines, I was so uh, surprised sa, sa culture ng Pilipino. Pag galing sa abroad, they will, they will ask, pasalubong ko. Diba? And then nung una, ang nasa isip ko, ang kapal naman ito. Very greedy. Very greedy na. Very... Parang selfish na to, to ask na, where's my pasalubong? Where's my pasalubong? But then I realized, it's not about being greedy or selfish. When someone would ask me, you know, did you buy me a pasalubong? What they really mean to say is, did you love me? Did you remember me? Did you think about me? And so I, I, I learned to understand that what they really want is they want to be assured that I love them. They want to be assured that, that I cared enough, I think about them, and I was buying them something. I myself, pag umuwi ako sa States, my, my mom, throughout the year, she buys me clothes. So pagdating ko dun, and I open the closet, ando dun na yung mga damit that she had been collecting for me. And I feel so loved because I know Hindi one time yung pagbili niya. She had been thinking about me many times. And she spent the effort to buy the clothes that I like. And so I felt loved because of that gift. Do you feel loved when people give you a gift? It shows that, hey, he was thinking of me. Tingnan mo, look what he bought for me. Look what they gave me. Dati, may nagsabi sa akin, well, it's the thought that counts. Yung kuya ko, he would... Uh, tease me. Sasabihin niya, di ba, it's your birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, yung gift ko sa'yo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Inaasaan ko kung ano yung gift niya sa akin. Sabi niya, well, di ba, it's the thought that counts? I said, well, oh, 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 oh. Sasabihin, sinabi niya sa akin, well, I thought 
about getting you a bicycle. I thought about getting you this. I thought about getting you that, but then I changed my mind. But it's the thought that counts. So it counts that I gave you all of these things. I said, no. Kaha disappoint naman. So you know, the truth is, it's not just the thought that counts. It's the thought that is expressed. It's like love without actions is dead. Uh, our love has to somehow be manifested. And giving gifts is one of the best ways to show that you love someone. It communicates, I'm thinking of you, I love you. You know, the cost is not really the most important. Basta, you know, naka-proportion sa income natin. But Jesus said in Luke 6, 38, Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. Proverbs 11, verse 25 says, A generous man. How many generous men do we have here today? A generous man will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Now, how about that? To help you to show your love. You know, Jesus loves us. Do you believe that? God loves you. And God, I told you, Kanina, Jesus, he went and washed his disciples' feet. And in a very similar way, Jesus serves us today by cleaning up our dirty feet, our dirty walk, yung ating uh, imperfect lifestyle. Jesus cleans us and washes us. He serves. He does the thing that we need the most. Na hindi natin kayang gawin sa sarili natin. And God loved the world so much that He gave. God is a giver. John 3.16 He loved the world so much He gave His only Son. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says that it's by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God. Everybody say gift of God. It's the gift of God. Romans 5 verse 17 talks about an abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. We can become righteous. You can become righteous because of the gift of God. He's, he's given you a gift. You didn't work for it, but it's a gift. You can be saved. You can be righteous. Acts chapter 2.38 says, Repent and, and, and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, and you'll have forgiveness of your sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the very person of Christ, will be in you. It's a gift. And the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of the Father, the gifts of Jesus. Sometimes, sometime later, I'll teach a series about the gifts of God. There are gifts of the Father, gifts of the Son, and gifts of the Holy Spirit. But God is a great giver. And when God gives you this gift, He's telling you, I'm thinking about you. I remember you. I love you. Do you understand that? Mary, the, one of the followers of Jesus, it's at John chapter 12, Mary gave Jesus a gift. Dahil uh, Jesus had given her eternal life. And so Mary took the most expensive perfume, very, very expensive perfume, and poured it out to Jesus bilang kanyang gift sa kanya. Yung ibang disciples doon nagagalit na sayang, sayang, sayangan yung perfume. But Jesus received that as a manifestation ng kanyang pag-ibig. Jesus recognized this is her love language. She's giving this to me from the heart. Kaya tinanggap niya yung gift. Ano mga ibibigay mo kay God mula sa puso mo? Anong gift ba ang hinaanda mo para kay God? Do you give him anything? He gave you a gift. Do you have any gift sa kanya? By the way, ang ati pong mga tithes, 
Tithes are not a gift to God. Kanya yun. He owns that part already. When we give an offering, when we go the extra step, when we do something that, that's that's a that's a gift. No, I I had some catering para sa ating lunch mamaya. So if you want to have lunch here, celebrate my birthday with me, then please stay for lunch. But I I I got the services of the Paul and Grace Gatan. So you know, I gave them some money. I know it's a very, very cheap price, but I, I, I paid them so that we could have enough food. But, so somehow, that was um, like uh, your arrangement. This is the price and like that. But then, when they showed up here today, hindi, hindi lang yun ang dala nila. Mayroon pang iba. Yung higit pa sa order ko, na mga palabog and whatnot. And that was their gift. Sabi, niya, sabi ni, ni Grace Aken, this is our gift of love to you from the heart. And I felt so loved because that is a gift. Have you given a gift lately to someone to show your love? Have you given a gift to God lately to show your love for Him? Sa pagdating sa giving, we need to be a generous giver and a cheerful giver. Be a cheerful giver and a generous giver. Sabi ni King David, I will not give to God that which costs me nothing. Imagine, sa kanyang pagbibigay, he wanted to give God a gift. Alam na alam ni David, it will cost me something. Everybody say cost. It's not, you don't just give something na hindi mo kailangan. Sa pagsaserve, it requires a lot of personal inconvenience. When you serve someone, when you do the dishes, when you take out the trash, when you wash, when you do the dirty work, it costs you your inconvenience, your time. It's a sacrifice. Sa pagbibigay, ganon din. Yung pera mo, actually you want to spend it for yourself, you part ways with that money. You part ways with that gift. And something that you could spend for yourself, you sacrifice it. And it costs you something to show your love. Love is not cheap, friends. If you want great relationships at home, you're going to have to pay the price. There's a cost involved in serving and in giving. If you want a fulfilling Christian life, if you want a close relationship with God, His love is free, but the fellowship and the relationship will cost you. You'll have to prioritize some things. You'll have to give up some things. Do you understand? Intimacy is not free. Closeness requires a cost. Are you willing to pay that cost? Are you willing to be generous? You know, in the old days, sa paglapit sa king, sa isang hari, you don't dare approach a king na wala kang dala. That was the culture. And it says in Deuteronomy 16, 16, never come into the Lord's presence empty-handed. How many of us, week after week after week, come into the Lord's presence as a receiver, begging His grace, begging His forgiveness, ready to receive whatever service that He will do for me, whatever gift that He will give to me, but we're coming into the presence of a king, empty-handed, without bringing, without bringing something that costs us, without even sacrificing. Do you understand? There's a, it's not just money also. Money is one, but even the sacrifice of our praise. The Bible speaks of the sacrifice of praise. It's not comfortable for me to praise every morning. It's, it might not be in my comfort zone. I don't know the words. I don't like the song. I'm hot. I'm, I feel awkward. But you pay that cost and serve the Lord with your mouth and give the Lord your praise. And I tell you, that will be acceptable to God as your love offering sa Kanya. Because God's love language is all five. 
He, his, he will receive your love if you serve Him. If you give gifts to Him, give your offerings, He will receive that as an expression that you really love Him. But what if you refuse to serve? What if you refuse to commit? What if you refuse to give anything? And you just come and go in His presence empty-handed. Do you think He will recognize that you really love Him? Or will it, is it just words lang? Is it just cheap love? Friends, intimacy will cost you. So be a generous giver. You know, God gave to you generously. He gave His only Son. He gave up His comfort and His place in heaven. Naging tao. And He lived and died in your place. Do you realize that? Kalaki ng sacrifice ng ginawa ni God to serve us and to give to us. Sabi sa 2 Corinthians 9.15 Thanks be to God for His indescribable gift. Wow. Salamat sa Diyos sa kanyang gift na binigay niya sa iyo. Now, I want to give you two more points and then we'll close. Number three, serving and giving can cure selfishness. Narinig ako? It can cure selfishness. So if you look in your own heart, Examine your mind and your heart today. And if you find that you have some selfish spirit, maybe you're only thinking about yourself and you're only concerned with your own advancement, your own finances, your own house, your own comforts, your own feelings. If you're honest today, making honest sa harapan ng Dios. I don't have to know your your situation, but in your own heart, you know if you have a selfish lifestyle and everything's always about you. And if you examine your heart and see selfishness honestly, is that you have some selfishness in your heart, and you would like to. Change that pattern. Kung gusto mong, uh, if, if you want to be cured of that, there's an antidote. There's a solution that can break that pattern of selfish lifestyle in you. And it's simply to serve and give. When you start serving others, you will soon forget yourself. You'll soon die Self. When you start giving and you part ways with that which you want to keep, but because of love, you choose to give up. That giving and that serving can break the pattern of selfishness in our lives. I tell you, I, I, I'm doing it because I never realized how selfish I was until I got married. <laughs> then I realized, whoa, I was really selfish. My schedule, my life, my, my, my efforts at the house was all about, you know, and now when Bambi asks me to do things, I'm learning, and I still need more practice. You pray for me. But I'm learning to deny myself and serve her. You know, I didn't get married so that I could have a, 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 a katulong. I respect my wife, and I serve her. And somehow I submit to her. You know, I, I make the final decisions, but I, I, tr- I, I submit and serve her because I want to prove to her that I love her. And she tells me now that quality time and acts of service are her love language. <laughs> Just my luck, huh? The most expensive things for me to give. Yeah, gusto niya. And I tell you, it, 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 there's a cost. I'm telling you. She knows it. She'll say, honey, would you like to go get me this, da, da, da? Would you like to go do this for me? And I tell her, no. I don't want to do that. But I will do it. 
because I want to show you my love for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm honest with her. I don't want to do it, but I, but I will do it because I want you to feel loved. And, you know, she, she, she recognizes that and realizes that it is a cost for me and I'll serve her. And sometimes God may ask you to do something. God may ask you to, to serve him in a way that is inconvenient for you. It might cost you your time. It might cost you your comfort zone, even your pride. You might have to give up and lay down your life to do what God is asking you to do. And it's okay to be honest with God. Lord, I don't want to do this. But I will do what you said. Because I want to prove to you that I love you. And Jesus said, if you love me, obey my commandments. What is God asking you to do to serve him? What is God asking you to give up and lay down for him? Papakita natin yung love natin sa kanya. And the last point is this, that learning to receive. Everybody say receive. Pagtanggap. Learning to receive is, uh, as, uh, learn to receive as well as to give. Do you understand that it's just as important na yung ating response sa pagtanggap is a healthy and proper response. Have you ever given someone a gift and they said, Oh, no, 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 I can't accept that. I can't accept that. No, 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 it's okay. No, I can't accept that. And, and parang nahihirapan sila na tanggapin yung gift mo. And it's from your heart, you want to give it, but they have maybe too much pride. Or maybe their response is, okay, okay, I promise I'll, I'll pay you back. I'll, I'll, you gave me a gift, I'll give you also a gift. How do you feel pagkaganon? Now you give someone a gift, and they said, okay, teka, teka, teka. Uh, sige, promise, tomorrow I'll buy your gift also. To repay you. You'll feel insulted, Right? Don't you realize that our God feels also insulted when you try to pay him back for the gift of salvation that he's given you? Oh, Lord, I don't deserve that. But Jesus died for your sins. Oh, but you shouldn't have. Take a Sunday, I'll repay you. I'll be good this week. You know, God's insulted if you think you can pay him back. For the gift that he's given you. And I'm telling you, I am against the religious ideas that you can work and earn God's favor. And that you can do some good works and think that God owes you now or even because you have somehow served God or given money or you've done good works. God is insulted. And the Bible says you have fallen from grace. Because grace is undeserved favor. So we need to learn how to receive. I know it's uncomfortable. What if I came over here and, and gave Paul a thousand dollars? It's just an example, bro. Don't get so excited. No, it's just an example. <laughs> what if I just and I said, Paul, here's a thousand dollars. You know, I, I, what if he said, oh, I can't accept that. <laughs> You shouldn't have. Or what if I saw a student here, Brother Jovi. This is my good friend. What if I saw Jovi every day? I see him walking under the heat of the sun, going to his classes. Five kilometers going to class. And I see him walking every day to class. And I say, you know, imagine long that I was a very, very rich man. And I had lots of money. And suppose I all received that. But suppose I, I said, I want to give Jovi a blessing. He's walking to class every day. He's hot. Sometimes it's, a, it's raining. I'm going to buy him a brand new BMW car. Okay? Just because I want to show him that I love him. And so I, I, I give the keys to Jovi. Jovi, the, the gasoline is full tank. The insurance is fully paid. Here's your car, BMW. I wanted to give you this just because I see that nahirapan ka and you need, you, you need a car. So here's a car for you. How do you, th- do you think he'll receive it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's re- he receives the car. 
What, how, how should be his response? Oh, you shouldn't have. Oh, I don't deserve that. Oh, you know, I'm not good enough. Do, do you see what I'm saying? What if that was his response? Of course you're not good enough. Of course you don't deserve it. So what? I didn't give it to you because you deserve it. I gave it to you because I love you. I gave it to you because I saw that need. I gave it to you not because of anything you have done. I gave it to you because that's the kind of guy I am. I'm a rich, generous guy. Okay? This is just an example, but, but I received that too. That is what God does for us. Yan ang attitude ni God sa atin. God is a rich and generous God. Amen. And He sees us in our needy, sinful status. And He says to us, you need a Savior. You're going to die and go to hell if you don't have a Savior. You cannot save yourself. You cannot buy your own way into heaven. And I'm a rich and generous God. I'll give you my son. I so love the world, I'll give my son. And God gave us the gift of eternal life. Now, what if I came back to Joby six months later? Or maybe, you know, some months later, I'm driving downtown. And then I see, hey, there's Joby. Naglalakad. Do you understand? I, I, a few months earlier, I gave him a brand new BMW. And I see him walking and the car comes by and splashes all the water on him. And his clothes are dirty and he's carrying a lot of heavy books going to class. How, what do you think I will think? How will I see him? Wait a minute. What happened? I gave the guy a gift. Why isn't he driving it? Why isn't he using what I gave him? And I'll ask him, Jovi, what's wrong? What happened to the car I gave you? Oh, nakapark lang yan dyan sa barrio. I just parked it there because anyway, I'm not worthy. I don't deserve that. You shouldn't have. Do you understand how insulted God is when we don't use the gift that He gave us? When we don't enjoy the salvation and maximize the benefits. Do you understand? And you don't come to God and say, oh, you shouldn't have sent Jesus for me. Oh, you shouldn't have made a way for me to have my sins washed. Oh, I don't deserve it. That's too much. That's too much for me. And what if Joby said, oh, BMW is too much. Bicycle lang, skateboard lang, pwede na. You know, I didn't give him... You see, I cannot give him a skateboard. I'm a rich and generous man. It will affect my reputation if I gave him a skateboard. You understand? God is a rich and generous God. He has provided a way to wash out our sins. He has provided the best service to us. He has provided the best gift to us. If you don't grab it and use it, You insult the work of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. Are you with me? The first thing is the proper response when you receive acts of service or gift is you just say thank you. When you say thanks, it does two things. It confirms that you have received. You will not say thank you. Unless you you know, salamat, a birthday gift. Eh, wala pa naman. Ka lang. But normally, you don't say thank you until you have received. So, pag sinabi mo thank you, that is the time and the place that you are verbally confirming it is now in my possession. I have received it. So, when you say thank you, Jesus, for saving me, kino confirm mo that you have actually received his gift. So it does another thing too. When you say thanks, it builds momentum for more. Do you understand? If, you, if I gave you a gift and you said, oh, thank you, thank you, and you celebrate that gift and you thank me for that gift, I will be more likely to give you another gift. Kasi nakikita ka, tuwang tuwaka. 
If I gave Jovi a BMW and he doesn't use it, and he doesn't thank me for it, I'm going to find somebody else to give to next time. So say thanks, use and enjoy the gift, use and enjoy the gift. And number three, we'll close with this one. Pay it forward. There was a movie in 2000 called Pay It Forward. Uh, I hope you could watch that movie. What I mean by pay it forward is if someone helps you, that should empower you to help somebody else. Do you get me? Get Sima? If someone gives you a gift, financial, material, whatever, that should prompt you to give somebody else something that you have. Do you understand? I gave a man some time, one time I gave a man some, some money. He was a minister. He's in the ministry. I gave him money. money. He said, no, no, I feel guilty. I feel guilty about receiving this money from you. I said, you got the wrong attitude. You should not feel guilty. You should instead look for the purpose behind that gift. Do you understand? I gave you a gift. God knows there's a purpose why you're receiving that gift. You should not feel guilty. You should feel responsible. Did you get that? When someone helps you, when someone gifts you with something, you don't feel guilty about receiving. You need to feel responsible about receiving because now you are on a mission to pass that on to someone else. You are blessed for the purpose of being a blessing. Did you get that? Say, everybody say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. There's a purpose why just the other day that they've been washed my car. I didn't ask him to wash my car. I was busy doing something else. And when I came back, my car is clean. And I realized something. He washed my car. So now I don't have to do it. I don't have to spend the time washing the car. I can now spend that extra time serving my wife or preparing my topic to serve you or doing other kinds of service. So I realized that the service rendered to me now enables me to serve others better. And I believe that's the way the kingdom of God works. That's the way God works in our lives. You are blessed. There's a purpose for that. Hanapin mo yung purpose kung bakit nakatanggap ka ng service or kung bakit nakatanggap ng blessing so that you can pass it on to someone else. Jesus said in Matthew 10 verse 8, freely you have received, freely give. One more time. Freely you have received, freely give. Never let you become the end destination of blessings. Don't ever let the blessings stop with you. It should not end with us. The flow and the final destination of the benefits should not dead end with us. You know, you need to say thank you, use and enjoy it. Don't have so much pride that you say, oh, don't help me. Don't, I don't need anything. You know, just, nakakahiya. Maraming nagsasabi ng ganun eh. Mismong marriage, kailangan ng tulong. Maybe nagaaway kayo. Just like uh, in marriage, there's, every marriage has problems. And maybe you need help. Maybe you need to talk to some other couples or get some help. And if you're so proud that you won't ask for help, your marriage will suffer. Maybe in your spiritual life, you're struggling with a sin or you're struggling with discouragement and you naguguluan ka. And then you say, and you're too proud to ask for help. You understand you will suffer because you don't know how to properly receive help, receive gifts.
be a good receiver as well as a good giver. Just say thanks, use it, pay it forward. A good example is in the land of Israel. Who has been to Israel? Not me, not yet. But in the land of Israel, there are two bodies of water. There's the Jordan River and the Dead Sea. The Jordan River receives inflow of water from the mountains and different tributaries and Pumapasok ang tubig dun sa Jordan River. And the Jordan River is full of great fish. Tilapia and many kinds of seafoods in the Jordan River. Freshwater fish. The Jordan River also, at the southern portion, it flows out its waters going to the Dead Sea. So yung Jordan River, tanggap na tanggap, and then flows out. It has an outflow going to the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea, kaya ang tawag doon is Dead Sea, walang buhay, walang fish doon, and no, no animals or seafood lives. It would die, even if they tried to put saltwater fish. Because they're very salty, the Dead Sea. Seven times saltier than the ocean. And they tried to put fish there, but they soon die. The fish can, nothing can survive in the Dead Sea. It's full of salt and death. Because it has no outlet. The Jordan River feeds the Dead Sea and flows water to the Dead Sea. Walang problema sa kanyang source. The Jordan River is giving clean, fresh water. There's no problem with the intake. The problem is, ang Dead Sea, walang outlet. It doesn't pass anything on to other bodies of water. It is the final destination of the great waters in Israel. And because it has no outlet, it has no life. If you receive and receive and receive and it's all about you and me and mine, then you will spiritually die. You will not produce life and health and freshness. Be a joyful server at home, at work, in the church, Lay down your life. Set aside your preferences. Deny yourself and be one who serves others. And you will discover great joy. You will discover a great peace that cannot be described. When your life is spent for others. When your life is spent for the eternal kingdom of God. Be a joyful server and be a generous giver. And you watch how God will prosper you and how your love relationships will be developed so much. The people around you will feel loved by you. And in response, they will love you better also. And don't forget that the greatest love is that Jesus Christ laid down his life for you. How do you respond to that? I don't got going my own. Do you ignore it? I mean, if I gave Jovi a BMW and a year later I said, where is it? Why are you not using it? God has provided you salvation. Why are you not using it? Why are you ignoring the grace of God and still trying to perform on your own strength? We need to receive the gift. And in that receiving, recognize the purpose. So now I've been saved. Now I can be a testimony to others who need to be saved. Now I have received. I can be a giver like my father. Now I have received holiness. My life can now become holy. Do you understand? God loves you. That's not for your own personal consumption alone. God loves you and he has a purpose for your life. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes right now. Father, we thank you for loving us in our own love language. Thank you that you had 
given us words and your time. And thank you that you have done for us that which we could not do for ourselves. You have served our very practical need. You have made a way that we could have our sins washed away. You denied yourself and joyfully took up the cross. Para sa amin. Teach us, Lord, to now lay down our lives for others. Thank you for your gift, your indescribable gift, the privilege to know you, the privilege to have a relationship with you. Teach us now, namaging givers din, to the, the kind of people who refresh others. Thank you for your abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Gawin mong po kami mga generous and cheerful givers. And Father, thank you that you've made a way for us to break the spirit of selfishness. Teach us that as we give and as we serve, that we will experience the joy of being a selfless person like you. And teach us how to receive also so that we would not be lifted up in pride, but we would humbly accept and receive your work in our lives, your gift, your service. Now make us among purpose so that we could share that on with others, paying it forward and passing it on. Lord, thank you for your love that searches for outlets. Thank you for your love that works in us and through us and touches others. We open our lives to be used by you. We open our, our very days, our schedules, our time, our money, our efforts, that you might flow through us to others who are in need. I pray right now for this church, for everyone in this congregation. If you need some, some prayers right now, this prayer is for you. Okay. If, you, if you would like to receive the, um, the prayer, then I want you just to maki ayon ka lang sa prayer ko. Okay, maybe lift up your hands or just agree with this, that maybe you have felt unloved. Maybe you have felt that no one serves you, no one meets your needs, and no one cares about you or thinks about you. But I want you to know that God sees you. Even how big He is, He sees you. And he meets your needs. And he's brought you a gift. Because he's thinking about you. Father, I just pray for these people here today. Anyone that feels unloved. That you would pour out right now a special touch of, of, of service on them. That you had washed their sins. Cleaned up their mess. That you have provided what they could not buy for themselves. Salamat sa gift mo, indescribable gift. And I just pray that you would teach us to then express our love to others in the same way you have expressed your love to us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, next week I want to share with you about touch. <laughs> this is going to be an exciting touch. But next week, bring a friend and come back because we're going to talk about how to express your love in a very simple way, but... A touch can be so powerful to enhance relationships. So God bless you and please apply the message this week.